Hello, everyone, and welcome to Grip Log Foundation Disc Golf with the podcast. I'm Hunter, joined as always by Trevor and Connor. We've got quite the show this week. We're going to go over a little Patreon question of the week. We got to check out the new Ivy Hill Course for 2024 Worlds. A little college disc golf event went down out there. The memorial happened. Justin Aitz here, but there's a lot of good storylines out there, so we will still go over it. Um, Trevor's trivia, trivia. Talk a little bit about uh, Gannon's hearing, and then we'll wrap it up with a grip locked power rankings because we forgot to do them last yeah, Gannon week. Gannon just can't hear too well right now. Yeah. Um, all right, but first, a word from our sponsor. Spring has sprung, and our friends at Manscaped have the best tools for some spring cleaning. They already helped you tidy up all those nooks and crannies of your body's basement, but this year, Manscaped is helping you get the perfect presentation on that beautiful face of yours with their new Beard Hedger Pro Kit. So make sure you look your best this spring by using code GRIPLOCK to get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. It's time to tame your mane with the Beard Hedger Pro Kit. The sun's peeking back out, which means you're going to have to show that face of yours in the daylight again. So use this kit to make sure your scruff looks award-winning, whether you got glorious beard flow or some smooth sleek cheeks this kit starts off with the beard hedger a waterproof cordless trimmer with a rotary wheel that gives you 20 hair cutting links with one guard I'm yeah just repeat it does. that part i've got one and it rocks 20 hair cutting links with one guard so you don't have to have that drawer that we probably all have mine's actually in a bag my old one yeah. that has all the different hair cutting like all the little it's like annoying it it's sucked annoying. i hated it it's in the trash now because I just spin the wheel. And you can clip back that guard right off and, and just go it's incredible. straight on the blade, man. I'm glad you mentioned it because it also comes with titanium-coated T-blades that are tough on hair but smooth on your face, leading to a single-stroke efficiency Heck that yeah. brings satisfaction one stroke at a time. Next, the kid has liquid goods to make you feel good, starting with beard shampoo and conditioner. You can't treat your beards like your other uh, drapes the (laughs) (laughs) that's why the kit has special shampoo and conditioner specifically designed to moisturize reduce ingrown hairs and replenish your beard's natural oils and promote beard health the pro kit also has manscapes beard oil the nutrient infused oil relieves dryness on both the beard and the skin beneath while still adding a little shimmer and shine to liven up that look and you cap it all off with the beard balm a pomade that shapes styles and moisturizes bringing the amazing scent of fresh eucalyptus rosemary and lavender essential oils to your face to your face Save 20% off and get free shipping with the code GRIPLOCKED at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code GRIPLOCKED over at manscaped.com. Beard Focus head. on the face and use the Beard Hedger Pro Kit for the cleanest looks Beard in the Beard Hedger is goaded. And Literally. by the way, the battery on Manscaped products is Unreal. nuts. Yeah, they're wild. goes forever. Listen, I'm, I'm technically a professional uh, beard owner because uh, I was hired specifically for my beard, is what Hunter told me. Um, so that does make me professional because it's my profession. And I, I fully endorse these products. They're great products. I've used every single one of them. Every one that we just mentioned, I used all of them. Uh, and they all work great. I've been using a lot of different beard products for many years. And these, the, the liquid, the, the formulations. liquid formulations, mm-hmm. they're all very good. Dermatologist I, I, approved? I really, genuinely, He's not a I, I love the, the beard balm a lot. I, I like it all. It's all very good. All right. There you have it. All right. Let's kick off the show with a Disclaimer. little... Disclaimer. I'm under the weather, so I probably sound like an alien. And also, if you're watching on YouTube, you're going to see me dive bomb to the side. Dive bomb. And that's because I'm coughing, and I don't want you to listen to it. So just be ready for that. Uh, I'll give you an example. (coughs) See, that was probably quieter than if I had been in the mic. Probably. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's how mics you work. On if you're far away from them, they're <laughs> definitely quieter. A little Patreon question of the week. So if you're not aware, we have a weekly show over on our Patreon, patreon.com slash foundation disc golf called The Mailbag, where people can submit in questions. We actually have some packages over on this week's mailbag where people submitted packages for us to open. So and that's be, fun. And it'd be a pretty Ooh. sick time to join right now, wouldn't it? Yeah, you can actually get a free trial. 30 days. 30 day free trial if you head over to patreon.com slash foundation disc golf and you can access, ask your own questions, hear our answers to all the other questions. It's a good time. But this one I thought was an interesting question. 
Uh, it's from Caleb Montgomery. He said, to your knowledge, for those sponsored by companies that allow them to throw a mixed bag, example, Clash Discs, are there clauses in those contracts that either for either the amount of their discs having to be bagged or thrown in a round? Definitely. I think um, each one's different. Yes. I, so we have some precedent for knowing this because uh, Gateway started offering this as one of their deals. They had like full bag contracts and then there were some people they literally had to where you had, a, it was a percentage. It was like 80% or something. You had like to that. have a certain percentage. And I heard that um, uh, Cupcake Cordis, you know, sorry, get his name right, Cupcake, um, he... He is on one of these contracts, I believe. I, I, that's what I heard when I was out in Vegas because he's throwing Clash, but then he also, I think, had other molds. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think most cup. I think most of Clash's so sponsorships I, yeah, are mixed. So I, I think that. So yeah, I, I imagine it's either a percentage or a total number of discs in the bag that have to be. But like, yeah, that, that's a thing. That's I haven't heard thing. of like you have to throw X amount per round. I haven't heard of no that. that, that I, I've just crazy. heard I've just heard percentages of bags, I, but it, it varies. It varies from manufacturer to manufacturer. Yeah, it's I, like Thought Space, I think, is also mixed bag stuff. It's it's totally like if you're a company and you know that that's going to be your way to get bigger name players, especially if you're still rounding out your lineup. Now, I will say, Clash is getting there. Yeah, They're getting they there to, our, a, to where they probably are getting very close to having a good enough lineup. They probably need to make a few more discs, um, but they're getting there pretty quick. Uh, but there are some companies that, that, yeah, the quota thing is definitely for real. Now we did see, uh, speaking of cupcake, we saw on Twitter, some people getting a little heated because cupcake played the Memorial, which we're talking about a little bit. And people were like, people didn't know how to feel about the fact that what we're doing right now, everyone calls them cupcake. And they, they were claiming that they think that nicknames make disc golf seem unprofessional. I, yeah. Okay. So I see both sides of this. Nice. Yep. I see both sides of this because, yes, if like in a lot of sports, the nickname is should not be used like as the real name, right? Like an example would be like Calvin Johnson, famous Hall of Famer. I don't know if he's in the Hall of Fame yet, but he's going to be. Um, I think he is. Hall of Fame receiver for the Lions, known as Megatron. Okay. That was a very, very big nickname for him. It doesn't mean you're going to be like another ten yard catch for Megatron. Like, I've got I've got a question. You for might you. say that you might say that, but you're not going to say it every time. Like you're going to use their real name. I've now got- there are times, if this is what you're about to ask, there are times that nicknames transcend and become so much of a player's identity. Hunter's example is Booger McFarland. That's not the one. I just thought of another one. Who's the a better one? one? Like what Tiger Babe Woods' Ruth's real the- name? Oh gosh, I know the answer, but Babe Ruth but, but you're, is not his real name. Yeah, but you're mm. you're right. So I, like Tiger I agree, Woods, like there's Tiger no Woods, way his Eldred, real name is Tiger. His real name is Eldred. I was Tiger actually making Woods. a joke. I did not know that his real name wasn't <laughs> yeah, Tiger. His, na- yeah. his name is not Tiger. But that's what I'm saying. Is every sport you can think of someone that like what you just said Tiger. isn't true? Correct. Now what I like name another one other than Cupcake was my other question in disc golf. What did I what did, what did I say that wasn't true? No, like your first point of of announcers won't go by. Like Babe Ruth, obviously no, I haven't I said, watched. I it, said but for most, I said for a lot of and players. Said but there's certain transcends. ones that transcend. Yeah, it. yeah. Now my flip question is in disc golf, other than Cupcake, I don't think there is one. Who else is like we, we had mentioned Snappy Cole, He's but not, that's a yeah. old big germ gets used a lot. Or people say germ. People say germ a lot. But but that's a Instead weird one to like shorting name. I don't yeah, know where the line is there. I, I, so what I'll say is, and I think I think what's happening here because people is, call Stephen Curry Steph. 
Yeah, like the shorting of the name, I guess, doesn't really count. I think um, I think what's happening here is you have a case where his nickname, like if you remember from back like back in the day, he's been around the scene for a while, even though he hasn't been a really big name pro. Um, he has always gone by that nickname, always. And I think where people are getting hung up is the nickname Cupcake is like, it's a little out there, so it does sound weird. It does sound weird. Well, Booger sounds weird. I agree. I agree. I'm not, I'm not saying it doesn't. I'm just saying. I'm more just prepping for an argument with Brody. <laughs> no, I, I think like I don't think you can argue it because like you said, like Tiger Woods. I mean, this is, is going to have to be a topic on debate night. Yeah. Tiger, Tiger Wood. Woods, Babe Ruth, yeah, Booger like, McFarlane. It, it is. I also thought Babe Ruth's real name was Babe. I was going to say that. I, had, a joke. I did have something. To it. Something else. To something else that you could argue is that those other players we just mentioned are like Hall of Fame. And most of them legends of their sport, whereas Cupcake Cordis has never even had a really good stint on the tour. Is Cupcake but the guy was, who's who, what's his first name? Jacob. 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 He okay. was uh, the reason Cupcake became a thing, at least for me, watching <laughs> like how I learned of him as Cupcake. He was a really good junior. He was a really good junior, and he was tied to Paul. Yeah. So, so like he got he got the legend status think, with Paul. He I wouldn't I would not call Cupcake a legend, but I'm saying. It's because he got the notoriety through a legend in Paul. I'll say this: I don't really, I don't have a problem with it. If like that, if like at the end of the day, if that is what he goes by, if like he wants people to call him that, then it's really here's what we need to do. It's really as your professional like job as a commentator to probably just go with that. If like that's what he's really, we need to. What we need to do is we need to get just a random employee here to meet him on the disc golf course. I've literally does he introduce himself as Cupcake? Brody, Brody's like. Brody like knows him decently. Like they were on the same card. No, but like when they sh- when you when you shake his hand, you meet him the we first just, time. We just say, text Brody right now. They say, How, "How's it going?" Name's Cupcake. Just text Brody. We'll get that's an answer. the difference. That's a key. Yeah, we'll we'll get an answer. That is a, that is. I think where people are getting hung up is a Cupcake's a pretty out there nickname, and b it's because he's not like some legend. I don't want to get into that with Brody. If I t- if I send him a out of context, <laughs> hey, does Cupcake introduce himself as Cupcake? You. He's gonna be like, "What are you <laughs> saying?" I think that that's the biggest thing. Is like. You mentioned Tiger Woods and Babe Ruth and then Cupcake Cordis. It's like, it'd be one thing if it was Paul. Okay. It's also like, it's Cupcake. It's not Tiger. Tiger Woods. Booger. Okay, but that that's you one example. That doesn't mean- Cupcake's one example. That doesn't mean you get like a free pass just because it happened once. Doesn't mean like that is the precedent that it can always happen again. Like you can't just I'm say- I'm just saying Booger's worse than Cupcake. I, I would agree with you. I'm so just like, saying like just Booger because happened, it happened doesn't mean happened. it was okay back then either. Now, <laughs> like but I, it, no, it still happens. Booger McFarland is a commentator all the time. Yeah, he introduces Booger McFarland. Well, but now he's kind of just a goofball. <laughs> so like well, now his name's it, Booger. He better be. It, now it fits a little bit more. <laughs> it's probably because it's stuck. I'm just saying though, like if that's <laughs> if that's the best example, like that doesn't mean it was like a good thing either. If Tiger wasn't good, Tiger would be a silly name. Yeah, you're right. He, that's what I'm saying. Like there, there is something to be said about being able. To, like if you are so dominant that people are like, well, yeah, we'll just call him Cupcake because like he kicks everybody's butt anyways. So like, what are we gonna do? It's a little different. It's hard to back up your name. I will say if if Ricky Randall like, decided imagine- that everyone's gonna call him Saki Bomb, <laughs> I wouldn't be on the Saki Bomb team. Like I wouldn't, well, I wouldn't side with that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's and we're I'm also not gonna be calling him Saki. Right, you're playing disc golf, like. We disc golf is a sport. Well, you're like, playing disc golf. We need, yeah, we're throwing We need frisbees. the professionalism where we can get it. I guess, like, I don't know. I just felt like Cupcake to me wasn't like that's not that unprofessional. I don't. I, don't, I think it's because like you I hear, don't think it's I that just, big. I've of seen a deal. it in so many other sports. Yeah, I, I don't think it's that big of a deal. But I there's a lot of other things to tackle before we get commentators yeah. to not say Cupcake. Yeah. Let's yeah. put it that way. I, uh, that leads me to my next question. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't have a first one, but my second one is if you had a nickname in disc golf, what <laughs> that's would be? what I was about to say. Like, 
Just imagine a hunter or I going out there. I mean, like, no, like, I don't go by Trevor. I go by the Destroyer. <laughs> well, it'd be different. I'd be Thanos, dude. It'd be, it'd be, be different. My- like, Cupcake is an unassuming name, too. It'd be different if he was going by something that, that was like... That's a good point. That's almost like if I went out there... It's just like <laughs> poop ball. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not that much. Like you just like. Why would you say like donut? Oh, that's, yeah. good, that's a good ladder. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. I'd probably just be Fisher. That was always my nickname. Got, yeah. Like my two nicknames uh, growing up were Fisher and Shorty. Shorty. But Shorty was when I was really short. Shorty. And then I grew up. No, not Shorty. Shorty. S H O R T Y. Shorty. That was when I was really short, though. I grew out of it in middle school. I don't. People. The only nickname I ever had was people called me Stobby. Like in sports, that was what I went by a lot. See, like I could see them saying like "Stobby at bat." Mm-mm. I could see it. No, like I, I, I don't. Know. It we does, call you Shaky. Here's it from a commentator's. Shaky wouldn't work because that could be like an attribute. Like he's he's shaky over that twenty footer. If oh, I were shaky again, like as a negative comment. If I was a commentator, yeah, this is the way that also, I would. It's kind of a sick name. The way that like, I would. Hey, what's up, Shaky? That's kind of a that's kind of a cool can, name. Can we call you Shaky? No. Yeah. The way that I would stop. approach <laughs> it as a commentator, this situation is: I would a, I would first want to know: Does Jacob Cordis not want to be called Jacob? If he legitimately is like, I don't like going by that, then you don't do it. That's professional. Is his legal name Cupcake? No, no. Can I call him Cupcake? But for it? if he doesn't mind being called Jacob Cordis as a commentator, I would use the nickname <clears throat> sparingly, but I would call him Jacob Cordis. Where did he get the nickname from? I don't know. He probably liked cupcakes. Did he use a cupcake as a mini? That'd be funny. <laughs> Can we call Andrew? I don't Marweed think Marweed's doing it anymore. I saw him laying down a normal mini. He he it's he picks it's and off and on. Spots. Yeah. I was wondering about that. I was like, it's like Albert Tom doesn't bazooka after every putt. <laughs> if it's like a little wet out, you're not dropping a cookie down. Somebody yeah, really dude. needs to make it's him like that dipping tray it in cookies. Situation. It's like dipping it in milk, dude. Didn't we do that on? Didn't we have that on Shark Tank at one point? Like a oh, tray. Now imagine a tray with a little milk in it, so the cookie's sitting in milk. So when you pick it up, it's a little soggy. Little slurp juice for you. Well, I think my name would probably be uh, either like better at disc golf than you. That way, like whenever people have to say my name, they're like, "Oh, like he's better than me." <laughs> just kidding. Okay, Connor, um, better at disc golf than you. Um, I just kidding. It'd probably be like. Uh, like red, like old, like old red, old, yeah. <laughs> so old Greg. Back old in the Greg. day, probably old, old Greg. Greg. <laughs> back in the day on the PDGA, like they like really threw the whole nickname thing at you. Like it was very obvious, like where it was to like put it in there. Yeah, and a lot of people did. And my favorite nickname anybody ever had was this guy in my local area that uh, was in the military. So he would only be over for a while, and so his name was like Zach for a limited time only. And whatever his last name was, that's I, funny. I thought that's that funny. was a good one. Uh, a local guy um, where I grew up, he uh, he was. I don't know if he. Was, I don't. He, I don't think he was a course designer, maybe. But I don't know. He taught my disc golf class in when I was in high school, actually. But uh, I found out like a couple years ago when I was playing there that everybody calls him Wheels. That's sick. That's sick. He throws um, rollers. He throws a forehand roller on one specific hole on this course. And uh, Wheels is a dope nickname. And he, he parks it every time. And I was there yeah. one time. I was like, a group of guys were playing. I was like, hey, you mind if I play with you guys? And I was like, yeah. And then I like sick. talked to the guy and I was like, hey, I think you taught actually my disc golf class. I'm, He's like, cool. Everybody calls me Wheels. And then uh, we get to hole two and everybody's like, this is why we call him Wheels, by the way. And he throws a shot. It literally curls around the pin and is like right <laughs> under the pin. That's, that's awesome. a lot of pressure. I can't imagine is, how yeah. good it's, it's a forehand, And it's a forehand uh, 
No, it's not a cut roller, but it goes way to the right around these trees, and like it's not it's not an easy shot I, at all. I, I can't imagine how good Should it must not feel throw the to have a, a nickname like created for you and it stick and have a positive connotation. That's yeah. never happened to me, but I imagine it's probably an awesome feeling. When I used to be cool. called Fisher, it always it always made me smile. Like when I'd walk over to like my my in laws' house and it'd be like, "Hey, I Fish, just, how's it going?" People just called me Fish Lips. <laughs> Dang. How are we still talking about nicknames? I don't know, man. Ivy Hill this weekend. <laughs> we uh, we had a chance on Friday. We had a chance on Friday to play uh, Ivy Hill, the course of worlds. We played How'd it that in go? terrible conditions. Um, Trevor smacked me around. 972 rated round. Read it and weep. I cashed. If I believed anything about ratings, I would. Tell, tell them how much you made, Trevor. 37 US dollars. What are you spending that on? What are you spending it on? AB uh, merch. More, yeah. Honestly, if I if uh, if you're watching this, Jamie, send the payment through. I, I love you, but please. Um, so I could buy an AB hoodie. Sun Devil color. Can that, will I even afford you an AB hoodie? <laughs> it's only $39 for an independent so hoodie. So the answer is no. It won't. Well, the other two I'll get just... And shipping. I'll figure it out. You're going to need like $8. <laughs> You're going to have to go to a putting league. Yeah, I say that is a lot now. $8 <laughs> is a lot. You think Trevor's going to win at a putting league? No. <laughs> but to be fair, I didn't think he was going to cash at Ivy. Either. <laughs> <laughs> That's really rich Ivy coming Hill. from 7-Up over here. What'd you rate? 920 I don't believe in rating, so it doesn't matter. Uh, you can't be, you can't be uh, restrained by a system you don't believe in. Um, Amen. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Nine, yeah. Uh, Ivy was a great time. The course, really fun. So the course that was played it this weekend like is a lot softer than the planned course for Worlds. But it has really good potential, and there's a lot of really cool holes. Yeah, the the general layout was the same. Yeah, it was more so like tees are gonna be moved back, pins are gonna be moved back, OB is gonna be tightened. Mm -hmm. But the general layout and flow, it was more so just like okay, the course is out here. Get some opinions on how it's flowing watch rounds play through see how long it's taking um and then the college disc golf event we had a regional qualifier go down out there i was actually time. uh able to run it which was a fun fun time um liberty the home team liberty university swept all divisions which was impressive only thing they didn't win was uh nc state won the d3 singles uh, NC State guy won D three singles. His name Clayton, is Nathan, I believe. Clayton won D one. Clayton Lewis won D one for he's Liberty. A dog. He's a dog. He shredded the Ivy Hill course. Yeah, he's a dog. Um, I think he's going to make some changes Clayton, happen. You're a dog, dude. Yeah, the it was it was a great time out there. Um, we did we were able to film our yeah. our doubles Should our singles this round, week, so we'll so. drop that so you can get at least a little bit of a, of a look. It won't be exactly the same course, so keep yeah. that in mind. But it'll be a similar layout, and there'll be certain holes that you will definitely get the idea. Yeah, there's holes that, like once Worlds comes around, you'll recognize. And I would say, like I would say, fun. the theme of that course, even once they change things, most likely the theme of that course is going to be taking advantage of your tee shots. There is a lot of holes where you have to do you have well. To you got to get in position off the tee, and you got to get as much distance off the tee as possible, and distance in the right direction. There is a lot of like one thing I liked about it is. It, it doesn't play like a normal golf course um, where you're, like there's only one hole, one or two holes that I remember that you're actually just throwing up the fairway or down the fairway. Well, and also the, there's not a lot of bunkers in play. No. Not that many. Um, tons of elevation. But what it does is like there's there were several holes, and I think some of this will change with OB being brought in, but there were several holes where you're looking and like essentially I could throw it as far as I want, any direction I want. But the hole is yeah. asking you for a specific shot. For sure. Where like, yeah, yeah, I could just chuck one straight out there, let it flex out. But like the hole's asking me to throw a turnover that like slowly pans and flattens. There's also a couple like of that. monsters out there. 15 and 18, 
monsters. Yeah, 15's a just uphill 800 foot par four, I believe. Five. Five. But it way up. I mean, the steepest uphill I've ever seen. And 18 is like climbing a mountain. I mean, it, the only, it's so long. 18, I think they got a little bit of work to do because I think in its current. and I, I they No, have, it's going to go further up. The basket. Not by much. Only like 30, 40 feet. It's still going to be tough. But I think the, the current issue that you could run into with 18, they're going to bring more OB in and stuff is I don't think for pros there'd be much scoring separation. because it, Probably it's, a ton of pars. It's too far up there for you to eagle. Um, and so I think it'll be a lot of fours and fives. Like there's not enough yeah. danger in its current layout for you to bogey and there's not really a good Eagle chance. So I think for 18, 17's got some serious teeth. They moved it across the road for the, for the collegiate event. Did they? Yeah. That's a tough shot. Um, there's a video on our Facebook of the university of Buffalo, 350 foot downhill dude pulled out a dart out of his bag. He was there. There were a group of three. I saw a video. So he was playing solo. Oof. And the dude had the gonads on him to throw a hyzer flip across the water, 350 front, feet, he? and he landed it. Yeah, oh my they gosh. took the two. The other team they were playing against, I think it was, I don't, I don't know which other team they were playing against. A team that had like the normal collegiate doubles, so they had two. They both, it was UNC. They both laid up before him. He watched they two people lay. It was a up? ripping right to left wind. Like, Where do you lay up? Just left. the bottom of the hill. Left. Oh, uh, way left. Yeah, they threw hyzers way left <laughs> to go across. They both lay up, and then he just stepped up by himself, just high and slip, sick. That's straight sick. at it. His oh. his team was like trying to convince him to, to lay up, and he's like, "I think I can just, I think I can get there. I'm feeling good." And then the team was like, "You sure?" And, and then he like put the disc down, got up on the tee, and they just like shut up and let him do I it. I love that. I love that. It was awesome. it was kind of stone cold. I'm not gonna lie. Where was this? Your teammate gets a little crazy. Ivy hole 17 across the water. Okay. Sometimes your teammates get a little crazy, and you just gotta you just gotta be silent, and give them confidence, let them happen. Yeah, you know it's gonna happen. Yeah. But it was a great time. College disc golf in general is a great time. And what was cool is like, so the Ivy Hill, the golf course, was the easiest golf course I've ever had to work with for disc golf. They were bending over backwards to make it work out there for yeah. us. It was incredible. Um, and I, what I was worried about is Saturday, they had the whole back nine shut down Friday and Saturday for us. Friday, weather was crap. So there wasn't golfers that were going to be upset. Saturday was a gorgeous day. And yeah. so I was like sitting in the clubhouse because that's where like I was running Tournament Central, worried like golfers were going to come up and be upset that disc golf's shutting down their back nine. Yeah. But I I saw something that was interesting. I think college disc golf is unique in uh-huh. and like so when people when golfers would walk up and they would say something like wanting to pay for eighteen and then the golf pro would explain the back nine's closed for a collegiate event for disc golf blah 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 and at first they were obviously like a little bit. A lot of them already knew if they were club members. They had emails that went out, but people who just like walk up to play eighteen, yeah, they were like a little bit like weirded by it. But then he was like, "Yeah, like there's actually some massive schools out here, like Penn State's out here, Michigan, Kentucky, NC State." Like he was just like go down the list of like these schools that are here, yeah. and immediately the tone changed. We were like, "Oh my, really? They're all they're playing out here right now." And like some of them were like, "Can we can we like go look watch a little bit?" And like, like I think that there's a. I don't know exactly what it is, but I think there's a way to capitalize on college disc golf, like the fandom of of like you're a diehard UNC fan, yeah. and you're like, oh, UNC's playing a sport in my backyard right now. Yeah, sure. Sure, I haven't heard of the sport, mm-hmm. but like I, I, it was as soon as they like mentioned like these big schools are out here using the facilities, the golfers got like excited mm-hmm. about like the back nine being shut down. Interesting. And I was like. That's a side of disc golf I think could be explored a little bit more because like college within disc golf, college disc golf already isn't as big as it's it should underrated, be. Underrated, man. But then when you add in the factor of like 
there's some I, I don't I can't put my finger on it but there's definitely something that could be done more to like grow the sport with that avenue yeah. to tap into the fandom a little bit more for sure um because like even like I'm a Duke fan and so like if I turn on the TV on a Saturday and randomly Duke football's on mm-hmm. Duke football's terrible first off not well, always once every four years they're solid yeah but I'm more I'm likely to like watch that over if there's a like if there's a random what else goes on during football season? Nothing. There's a random any other sporting event on that doesn't involve a team I know or a football baseball. game. That it, yeah, there's a if there's a baseball game on that like I probably would rather watch baseball than football. Maybe. But it just isn't true. Okay, then we'll flip it. We'll flip it. We'll put okay. a football game on Here with we go. two teams I don't know. <laughs> Hit them okay. with it. Or a baseball game that has Duke playing. Mm-hmm. I'm more likely to watch baseball, which I care less about than football. Yeah, with the Duke team. No, that's for sure. Over two random teams. People right. have loyalty to their alma maters, man. <clears throat> yeah, well, I graduated and, from Duke. Well, and, <laughs> and or schools they just obsess over for no reason. But well, and, good and, at hey, hey, hand up, like I do the same. I'm wearing thing. Duke shoes right now to celebrate us you knocking are. UNC out of the tournament, unless they can win the ACC. Yeah, we're not going to get in, and that's okay. That's after me a lot of suffering. Um, after Ivy's, I had some friends that played it, and uh, my friend Peter, I gave him like a couple of discs the other day. Um, and he said, thanks so much for the machete and the road runner. Awesome discs. They sit really well at the bottom of lakes because that's where they are today. <laughs> that's and then funny. like literally there's a the, lot of lost discs in the water. Out at there. the same exact time, another friend of mine, Taylor, who was playing, he texted me and said basically the same thing. He said, I gave him a destroyer. He said, Hey, thanks for that destroyer. It had really, it had a really short, but glorious life. May it rest in peace at the bottom of the lake at hole seven. Hole seven brutal. Hole seven was a 420 foot Island hole. Pretty sick. It was about 300 to carry the water. Um, we both, but we played, but it was into a ripping headwind champion. Yeah. It looked tough. It was tough. It looked tough. Yeah. But I I thought it was really funny. They literally texted me like the exact same time. They were probably playing on the same car. That hole is sick. They were. Yeah, so they probably just all yeah. through in the water. <laughs> that was a very sick hole. That's gonna be one of the iconic holes out there. Yeah, uh, Ivy Hill is gonna be a great time. Uh, they uh, they they definitely it's beautiful out there. Yeah, too. Yeah, it's, it's a gorgeous property during actually, the summer when everything's in bloom. The really interesting thing is you don't see a lot like in in um, where Memorial was. Arizona. Arizona. Mm-hmm. Uh, I th- it was really cool because a lot of shots you would see, they're on these big open greens, then you see mountains all behind them. And you don't really see a lot of that on the East Coast because everything is typically really covered and like you don't have a lot of big open areas with mountains behind them usually because it's like, you don't, it's, you don't have, yeah. You, if you, does that make any sense? A lot sense? of woods, yeah. Yeah. Um, but at Ivy Hill, it's a very cleared off bunch of hills uh, that have houses and a golf course on it. So it's, I feel like it's one of the, like one place where I was noticing cause I was filming like a big wide open green and then just like massive mountains, like in the distance. That's a pretty, and it was, pretty re- area, it was yeah. really cool. It'll, it'll be a beautiful course to watch. It'll look great. Yeah. When it's, when it's in the shape for the, for the summer as well. And when, yeah. Whenever it's not winter time. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be sweet. And when it's not cold and rainy, it'll be yeah. Gorgeous out there. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Memorial, it went down this past weekend. Typically, we we don't really talk about A tiers or anything that's not on the pro Hunter tour. Is very prejudiced against them. Well, no, it's just like how do you pick and choose what A tiers we're going to talk about? I, if it's not on the tour, it's not on the tour. Uh, the ones with important people there. It's similar to silver events. It is right. Like silver events can mean absolutely nothing, or they can mean <laughs> there's some a few solid people there, and that's why winning a silver event is not as important as winning a pro tour. 
Dang I rest dude. my case. Um, this was case actually is stronger resting. than probably ninety percent of silver events are going to be this year. We had this guy's nuts. <laughs> we had uh, <laughs> the reason I really want to talk about it is the young talent out here. Yep, dominated. So yeah. let's just read through the top. Wait, is that his nickname or is yep. that? This is, let's read through the top. We can just go top ten because I think that shows a good picture. Uh, we'll start in tenth. There's a three-way tie for ninth. <laughs> start down there. Alden Harris, young gun. Yep. Andrew Presnell, not, not really a young gun. Andrew Marweed, sneaky young gun. He is sneaky young. I think he's like 21, 22. There's no way he's that young. I would, I would put him at like 24, 25. There's no way he's only 21 or 22. <laughs> no way. <clears throat> Andrew Marweed, he's a year older than me, 26. All right, never mind. Not a young gun. <laughs> I refuse to recall. Oh, we, not a young oof, gun. You're old. Alden Harris. Old no, he's a year older boy. than me. You're old. I'm 25. I'm a young gun. He's not Larry a young gun. He's literally 29. Do not let him change. Uh, Alden Harris, young gun. Andrew Presnell, Andrew Marwee, Drew Gibson, not young guns. Okay, mm-hmm. now here's where the story gets thick. Jacob Cordes, cupcake, young gun. Young gun. Cole Radolin, young gun. Young gun. Adam Hammes, top gun. Young gun. Isaac Robinson, Maverick. Shogun. AB, Aaron Gossage, Gannon Burr. Young, the young, the young artillery. The young uh, demographic out there dominated. Well, yeah, because one he's through be seven, four hundred foot hyzers. One man. through seven dominated, and Aaron Gossage, uh, AB, and Gannon Burr went into a playoff. Apparently, it was a two hole playoff, and Gannon Burr won with like a four hundred twenty foot forehand. My takeaways wow. from this event, I've got a few takeaways. Okay, I, I was cramming in the disc golf guy coverage because I love watching Memorial. Takeaway number one: that that course looks like a really fun time. It's like probably number one on my bucket list to play over but, Maple Hill. <clears throat> It's close. It's yeah. really close just because of how much I've watched. I've watched Memorial I've watched so a lot many of times. But, oh my gosh, is it super, super straightforward and boring. Um, number two takeaway. Very impressed by Aaron Gossage to hang hang in there with those guys. Um, that's impressive. Isaac Robinson, dude just putts the lights out. Unreal putting. We are, we're going to do that though. Number three takeaway, Gannon Burr. I'm pretty sure he said on his Instagram that this is the first time he'd ever gone out there to play those courses <clears throat> and to come back from down 10, <coughs> excuse me, come back from down 10 and beat Hammes and AB who basically pay rent at that course. Like I feel like they're there all the time, AB in particular, to go out there and beat them, that was really impressive. Like Gannon's a killer, dude. Yeah, dude, Gannon, I'm telling you, man, and you say what you want about the event in general, it's a high fest, but you know, the best players did rise to the top and the fact that he came back like, there should have been no way that he was allowed to come back in a birdie or die situation like that. Very impressive win for Gannon Burr. I mean, holy cow. Like, that would be a good little momentum boost for him, I think. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and really good payout. He took home 5500 bucks. That is a here. sick payout. I, that's got to be disappointing for AB. I, I'm really, I really feel bad for him because, like, man, he came out. Well, Hammonds came out the hottest at 16 under. But then AB kind of answered. They were both tied going into round three and they were they were they had a few strokes on the next guy i think and then they both shot 57 round three yeah that round three they lost nine strokes a, a b is just struggling to close a little bit through these first couple events um we'll just have to see if that's a theme uh surprised not to see drew gibson a little higher up the leaderboard i'll say that but yeah gannon burr man to go in there to arizona and take that one down that was impressive now on fpo side we those had- mock x's though that's his paradise that's true. Just ripping putts at those yeah. things. Uh, FPO, we had Own Scoggins winning by 10 over Jennifer Allen. That's, dude, Own, Own's goaded. 
Um, uh, one of the notable storylines in FPO was this was the first event that Natalie Ryan was back in the FPO field because if you remember, yeah. the PDJ's ruling in the offseason set two different standards. This is the A-tier standard, yeah. which allows Natalie Ryan to play. The Pro Tour Major Elite Series standard does not. Uh-huh. So this is the first time we've seen Natalie Ryan back in the field. Um, she ended in fourth at six under par, 12 strokes behind Owen Scoggins there. Um, this is also the first time we've seen her play since the announcement of the lawsuit. Well, yeah. the complaint that is the beginning of the lawsuit. So yeah. we'll keep you updated with that story. But Maybe. I think it'll be interesting. There's not too many more big A tiers that you'll see a lot of pros go to. Um, yeah. so there really won't be that many more A tiers we talk basically. about. <laughs> but throw pink is the one that's big on everyone's schedule. Mm-hmm. That was a storyline before the season started where as soon as they announced it, everyone's like, well, throw pink, the real U.S. women's. Own, Natalie Ryan will be allowed at. Own winning in that fashion at Memorial is interesting to me because... She doesn't have a ton you of distance, it, yeah. and there's not really a lot of OB there. So, like her, like keeping in play there's style. A ton of OB. No, well, it's water though. It's not yeah. like it's it's a little different. It's not like fairway placement yeah, shots. Vista, there is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess it still makes. I guess other pit people were just squandering it. I don't. I don't know. I think of it as more. It, of a, it did. It didn't. <laughs> I didn't expect it. I don't think of own dominating a birdie or die no, course. No, like I didn't that. expect it. And I mean, she must have just. I'd be curious to know how many strokes she gained putting. Um, probably a lot we won't ever know that because they just have the pdj live stats but i mean if yeah if like because jen allen like she should be able to throw the lights out on that course but she's just not a good putter and uh another thing to note here yeah kale visca took down mp40 dude dang that, the mp40 division was Come on, sick kale? let me just connor let me read you this mp40 top yes, three kale visca mm-hmm. steve Love brinster him. Okay. KJ Nibo. Wow. And a few spots down, Shasta Chris. I would have well. Chris a few loved, back. I would have loved to have watched yeah, that. Yeah, I don't know if there's coverage of that, but that sounds that like sounds there amazing. is. There is. There is coverage there is of that. MP4. I got to check in before Disc golf guy, now. let me give a shout out to Terry Moore. How many cruises? Oh, here you go. MP50 winner, Patrick Brown. Hey. I wow. mean, we are entering an era. Uh, Terry that Miller, like so shout out fun. because he covered Terry Mill. Two, I believe it was two MPO cards. At least one FPO card and an MP40 card. It was at least that many. That's wild. Yeah. <laughs> FP50 winner. Homie was going Juliana Corver. And it was next day. Oh. So people are just playing all kinds of divisions out here. Wild and wild and stuff. The yeah. divisions are MJ14 winner. Gannon Burr. I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, no, that's the memorial. All right, it's time to throw it over to a fan favorite segment. Trevor's trivia. Trivia with Trevor. I'm a notebook today. What do you this got guy's for us? Notebook today. I'm not um, looking at it. I'm not looking at it. Okay, so I want to talk a little about memorial. We're doing a little memorial themed trivia. Yes, sir. False. Um, so I, I wanted to look at it because we talk about we throw around that memorial thing a lot. Uh huh. It hasn't um, been in a while. But I've yeah. heard it. We we do twice. throw it around from time to time. And I was the like, McMorial. I was like, how much did Paul dominate the memorial? Well, see, I did it right see? there. Dude. How much did he dominate the memorial? Like enough to have a nickname. I wanted to know, like, what kind of list of unique winners was Gannon joining by winning the memorial? You know, what kind of group is he involved in? So I've just got a few questions involving the memorial, and we're gonna take from 2008. Excuse um, me. You're from 2008 on, and um. Or actually, this would be from 2008 to 2022. That's the time period that Paul played the Memorial. He played it his first one in 08, his late his last one in 2022. He didn't play this year. So my first question is, how many of that? That is 15, I believe. 15 years. Two, four, six, eight, ten. Who do 12, we appreciate? 
<laughs> That's 15. How many out of those 15 does Paul have? It's question number one. <laughs> Who answers first, me or Connor? Can we work together? Or is this a together thing? How do you want it to be? So he played, the first time he played was 2008. Yeah. He didn't win that year. But he might have. Are you going to try to go year by year? Uh, huh? Memorial, Memorial you was, think, was what do you his think? first you on think the scene. More than half? Are we working or together? less than half. Yeah. How much information do I give Connor? You can work together. Okay. I think Memorial was his first NT win. I think 2009 is when he did it. Okay. I'm saying we know 2012 through 2015, he probably won three out of four. Okay. Um, one of those, he shot the 11-32 round, lost okay. that one, learned that on the Nick and Matt Show trivia wow. thing that we did because we answered Brutal. it wrong. That sucked. So there's 15. I was just going to guess. Five. I'm going to say nine. All right. That's kind of my gut. What's your gut? My gut he was five. Because I know Trevor five? Was, I know Trevor's underwhelmed by it. Well, I think Trevor expected him to be like year after like year every year every year. I mean, the dude won I five like, world titles in a row. It wasn't that much for me true. to expect. Well, he won four in a row. Did he I like nine. Four. four. I thought nine. I think nine. Trevor? The answer is seven. Ah! Right in the middle. Right in the, right middle. In the middle. So he's won less than half. Never belittle. Still dominant. Never belittle it. Now, next question is, when was his first and last memorial win of that time period? I like 2009 as the first. Yeah, I think, that, I think that makes sense. Um, and I think last, let's think back. He played yeah. it last year. Did he win it last year? Yes, he did. Okay. So we're going 2009 we go. and 2022. His last one was last year. Nice. His first one was in 2011. 11, oh, two years yeah. later. Man. It took him, uh, it took him to his so fourth then that, time So that playing. was not his first NT win, was it? Don't know that. I can look that up. Um, well, if I looked it up, okay, I won't look yet. it up yet. Remind me, I'll um, do it after. Okay. The next question is, how many winners, how many unique winners have there been during that time? So Paul won seven. So there's mm-hmm. been eight other winners total, but mm-hmm. there's other multiple winners. Who are the... Hmm. Um, Shoestrick had to have won more than once, surely, right? Maybe okay. not, maybe. I've, I don't know. I have Nate no Doss, idea. Nate Doss would have won probably the 08, 09 range. Okay. So we got two. I feel like we can throw Nico in there. Surely he's won something in okay. that range. Three. Big Germ. Did he win that? They went to a playoff. So, so like if Paul he won beat him in seven... The then there were 15 during that time. Yeah, so there's eight other winners. Eight other winners. But there should there could be multiples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, did Big Germ beat Paul in the playoff? Remember they hit, Big Germ hit that putt, fist mm-hmm. pumped, looked at him. Mm-hmm. Everyone celebrated in front of Paul. Paul walked up ice cold, drilled it. He probably metaphorically, he didn't do anything. He just ran it in. But I like to think that he said suck it to the oh, crowd. Yeah. That's what yeah. I like to put in there. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. He didn't, but I like to think it. Did Jerm beat him in that? I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember. So let's just call it. We're at four right now. Let's just call it four. All right. I think it's safe to say there's like two people that repeated. So I think we yeah, go five or six. Exactly Which one do you thinking. want? Five or six? I like five. Five. There's five others. The answer is eight. Ooh. Oh, no one repeated. Nope. There is one other. <clears throat> Your math ain't mathing. Yeah, it is. You, seven you gotta plus count eight Paul is as 15. Well. You got to count Paul as well. Oh, you're honest. including Paul Well, in you there? still got it. Okay, fine. Seven. You still got it wrong. Okay, well, yeah, no, that's fine. That's fine. That's fair. Um, the next, Your math just wasn't mathing. I got two more questions. It wasn't Matty Matheson. I, my, um, I said how many unique winners has there been in that time period? Well, I, yeah, the I just assumed it was understood that Paul was. It's okay. It's okay. Question, we're so, all, so we're all friends. Um, okay, the next hey, question hey, is... Trevor, I still many, love you regardless of how how I you love him. answered back to you. Connor? How many... Yes. How many... You. Uh, you got that question wrong for me. During <laughs> this time period, what was yes, Paul's sir? longest streak of consecutive year to year back to back wins of the uh, like how many in a row? How many total? In a row was he? Able I don't to need to say together? the years. 
No. My I think it's sneaky says, like two. Oh. Two or three. My mind was going to go to four. So I say we go to three. Well, we know he won 2022. We know he won 2011. <laughs> okay. We know. Sick. So so in that stretch, we have 11 years. Uh-huh. If he won five in a row in the middle of there, that's all his wins. Yeah. I don't think that happened. Yeah. Okay. Because I think it's a dominant stretch across that. So I'm thinking that there was a lot of like speckles. Okay. Where he was always in contention. So you want, do you want to see We know he now? lost at least a playoff in the middle. Yep. So I think we need to go two or three. That's why I said three. Three? We're going to go three? I'm We're going scared, three. but the I answer is two. The answer is two. God dang it, Hunter. Did it three You're so dumb times. for letting me say three. You did it three different times. 2011, 2012. That's your 2016, fault. 2016, 2017, and 2021, 2022. Dang, man. And then he has um, the one I'm sorry, more Hunter, man. I should, just let you play. I should just let you play. Last question. How can you name all of the winners, not including, we'll just say no no Gannon this year and no Paul. So, tw- well, he wouldn't be in a Gannon one county anyways. But 2018 or 2008 to 2022, who are the other winners? Are, are you just going to tell us yes or no? Like if I say a if name. If you say a wrong one, you lose. Okay. You know how many there are. We, there's there seven. Are seven. Will Shoestrick. Correct. That's all I got. <laughs> you said a lot of names before. I did. I guess just start I did, going there. But like, I don't know. I wasn't confident in any of them. I'll say the biggest like <sighs> bunch of them are very recent. Okay, I'm. Um, this is me asking Connor. This is not me locking in. Simon Lazat won, didn't he? I feel like I remember him winning. Simon Lazat, correct. Nice. Go, we're down to five. Goated. Connor, you think Eagle won one? I don't think so. I don't, I don't think, think so because so, I don't think he would have won it. Like uh, I mean, I think I year. think I don't want to put. I want to use him later, but I think Nico's one that late. If we get late game, we bring Nico out. Okay, because Nico, I'm fifty fifty on. I there were two feel, winners before 2011. I feel like we can go Nate Doss or Feldberg. That's what I was gonna say because. Yeah, which one? I feel like for some reason Nate Doss feels like he's won. That, that makes event. more sense to me than Feldberg. He's Discraft. It was like the Discraft event back then. Yeah. Nate Nate Doss. <laughs> Has he ever won? Probably. He he is very famous for having the first sports center. He ace. was the logo of the memorial for a while. Um, Surely he won. So the ones yeah. you missed, Feldberg had two of them. Feldberg, Dad, Nico Feldberg, had one. Nico Eagle had okay. one. Eagle did have one. So oh, I named wow. three names. And then Will, had two left. Will, Germ, and uh, Calvin were the other Germ ones. did win mm. in that playoff. Yeah. Calvin, I would have never got. 2020. So we could have got. We could have realistically got to Calvin. I would have yeah. never guessed it. Feldberg mm. Sneaky had 2008 and 2010. All right, I need to look up two things. I would have said Doss over Feldberg as Nate well. Nate Doss, I'm not going to be able to look up. Am yeah. I? <laughs> Is he still expired on there? Somebody. He's still expired. Can we do, do, we, do, we, do we do it right now? Do we renew his membership right now? That's such a waste of money. I know, but but is it? Because it would be awesome <laughs> to be able to like get like how hard would it be to get his one one seven nine one one seven nine four. I just want to see his stats, man. <laughs> Can I look it up on Stat Mando? Like surely, PBJ. Oh, that's come that's on, true. Stat Mando will tell us. Will I, they though? <laughs> it would be so funny if we were the ones that renewed. Nate Dawes' membership to get his stats. Okay, I can see. How does how does Nate how do they have uh NT? They hacked, man. How do they have his hacking. stats? PDJ probably gave him all the all the goods. Um, okay. Memorial Championship, he won in twenty sixteen. No. Okay, I need to go wins. How do I go wins? <laughs> place, finishing place equals one. You gotta say equals one. I didn't design it. Don't be mad at me. 
I'm mad at Sat Mando. Uh, he's never won the memorial. I, he is famous for having that That's first shocking. sports center ace. Wow. He aced hole one, like over the water one. He won the Brent Hambrick Memorial in 2010. That's a different Man. event in Ohio. That is surprising, isn't it? I'm, isn't wasn't Nate Doss the the logo for the memorial? I don't know. Now I feel like I need to look at the memorial in the years before. Like was Climo just kicking everybody's tail in Feldberg even more so? Maybe. Like you know what? If you just search the memorial logo, you just said old the, the memorial logo. <laughs> That's <laughs> what you just Google, Googled right now. Like, yeah. What? <laughs> Hunter It'll, always I'll does find that. It. I'll find it. He always he always forgets to type in disc golf. I've got to I've got to know. I've got to know who was winning. That's Nate Doss. Yeah, the Memorial Championship. That's definitely Doss. Yeah, it looks like him. He was the logo for it, and he never won. Is That's he still the logo for it? Why was he the logo for it? Just because he was the only discraft big player back in the day. Mm. I've got to know who was winning the Memorial in the other Unreal. years as well. Okay. So Feldberg, so was Feldberg won in 2007. Let's see who won in 2006. 2006, it was won by Barry Schultz. Barry, big bear, fly on Barry, brown bear. 2005, mm, Doss took second that year. Barry mm. Schultz again, big bear. The memorial was the memorial was Paul's first NT win in 2011. Timmy Gill. The heck's that? In 2004, I don't know. 2003, we're starting to get out of Doss's prime now a little bit. Did he play it that year? Yep. Barry Schultz. So Barry Schultz owned this tournament. It was the it Sherry was the Bolts. it was the the the, the <laughs> bear bear memorial. Bear 2002. <laughs> this is Steve Rico. Oh, so like now you're but now you're getting into that era. Yeah. So Doss yeah. missed it. He missed. Doss just missed it. Dang. That's Doss. the one that got away. He needs to go back. So Avery Jenkins never won it either. I mean, I wouldn't. Yeah, I don't. A, Avery Jenkins doesn't. Here's have a question that for you. Wins. I love Worlds. him. Here's a question for you. He's only got like three. I'm not quite sure how to make the cutoff time period for this, but what old disc golfer? I don't mean that they're an old man, but you know, like Nate Doss era, Declimo mm-hmm. era. Like, what old disc golfer do you think is most likely to be able to come back right now and and Doss. perform the best? Mm. Like Adam, I would say because Doss is in that. Doss is younger than you would. I would think. say probably yeah. Nico Lacastro because he's still kinda, he's still he's playing he's, exactly. Yeah, is, you said come back. I know Doss is not that old. Joke, he just he stopped playing. He he just yeah. saw their opportunities was past his prime. But Doss didn't have distance. Doss is thirty seven right now. Yeah, so he's older than I thought, but he's still not. But he that still old. could be playing. He he just doesn't. He never had the distance. No, he also think. never had a forehand. Yeah. The game just got to pass him by. When he like quote unquote retired, like when he stopped playing, he was like. Mid to low 30s. My hopeful answer is like Schustrick would make it out of like that generation and get back. But if you go before then, I mean, the answer has to be Scott Stokely, I guess. Schustrick's the one that did it. is, he's coming back and he's going to wipe the floor with these Because like, I don't, I mean, Barry just doesn't throw far enough anymore. No. Uh, like that's the that's thing. A, that's the biggest the thing. Problem the problem is the sport yeah. from that time to now took such a crazy leap in distance and like yeah, forehand that like it's so hard to just pick somebody out. Christian yep. Sandstrom. Who knows what the he's up to. I don't know. He threw a Valkyrie 720 feet. Forehand, I think. <laughs> He'd be doing that, though. That His name was crazy. on it back in the day. That is pretty crazy. All right. Uh, this is more just like a brief update. Gannon Burr's hearing has been moved to this upcoming Thursday. It, Thursday it was supposed to be this past Friday. got moved. He, Gannon's also changed lawyers. Question I have. He's, it seems like he's beefed up his lawyer. That's what it seemed like to me is he's the lawyer that he got seems like a 
pretty uh, is, legit dude. Is that a sign that there that Gannon doesn't seem to be interested in a settlement? You think, or is it like he wants to get more out of settlement, or like why change lawyers? No, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know exactly. I don't because if you're interested in a settlement, yeah, does your well, lawyer matter that much? Well, sure it does. Okay. They have, I mean, they're going to, they're still going to be representing you on your behalf, but I don't know. I don't really know what it means. I would need to talk to to some people in the legal field to see like, is this commonplace or does this genuinely point to something? Um, all I, all I now know is like, from what I've heard is Prodigy's lawyer is a really big deal. Gannon's lawyer is a pretty big deal as well. So like if this does go to trial, very low chance, if it did go to trial, like we could see, you know, two big dogs going at it, like in, in the courtroom. And that could be something. I mean, I'm, like, I will be there. Speaking of two big dogs going at it, it's time for Trevor and I to duke it out for this week's this week's uh, power rankings. We're not going to duke it out. No, we're duking it out. We decided on these. No, we did not. Boys, duke it out. We decided on who's in the 10, but are, we have very different top 10s. I I don't I don't think so. You just want to bend your knee to mine then? I don't. Yeah, yeah, I probably will. I mean, maybe not. We'll see. Once you read it, maybe I'll disagree, but the power rankings are back. Yeah, power rankings are back. So, well, I'll just go MPO starting power in Power rank with the power boys. Go for it. And you just argue with me if you disagree okay. before I put someone. Let me, I'll look at mine, too. Just I had some written down. I've got 10th place is Sir Kevin Jones. I think we got to give him some credit for his Vegas performance. Pop yeah. him up in there. No, I, I agree with that. So uh, I think that makes sense. Ninth place, I have Chris Dickerson. I agree with that as well. Because I don't know where to put him, but I think he belongs yeah. in the top 10. We'll find out at Waco. Yeah, I agree with that. Eighth place, I got Simon. He was really good last year. Very disappointed in his Vegas performance. We'll see what happens the rest of the year. I'm tracking. Uh, seventh place, I got Kyle Klein. Yeah, I'm tracking. Uh, yeah, yeah. I would. Yeah, I mean, him and Matteo are close, but I would give. But Matteo I have Matteo six. I'd give Matteo the edge right now. He's so consistent. It's the eye test for me. I feel like I feel like if I have if I Matteo's, had to put money on one or the other, I'd rather put money on Matteo than Kyle Klein right now. For finishing place, yes. yes. To win, no. That's no. where it gets tricky. Is no. Like, I would say fi- I'm thinking finishing. Matteo will live in like the five to seven spot the mm-hmm. entire season. Matteo is the modern day Nate Sexton. I don't understand how a player. Yeah, I guess so. Like. I just don't. I need to watch more Matteo to know how he does it. Like his finishing place is so good, and he does not win. I don't know, man. <laughs> well, I, um, I'm rooting for the guy. I like Matteo. Like fifth place, please. you got uh, Eagle McMahon. Is where yeah. I have Eagle. I put. Gannon. I think he showed signs, good signs at Vegas. Yeah, but he. he I, I'm not putting. He's not smelling the top three for me. No, no. Uh, fourth place, I've got Gannon Burr. I think he struggled at Vegas a little bit, but it's not enough to have worrisome signs yet. He yeah. did just dominate Memorial, but I'm not factoring that in. Sure sounds like you are. I'm not. Third, just listen to me. Not. Third place. He's not Paul, doing it, dude. Paul Macbeth. Paul Macbeth, third place. Paul mm. Macbeth. Do I have Paul? I don't, I don't know if he should necessarily be behind Rick. Well, Ricky coming into the year is my, my world number one. Yeah. But then he didn't play Vegas. I mean, yeah, I don't have a problem with it though cuz it's not like Paul won, so like yeah. it's not yeah. I mean, so I fine. put Ricky second. Yeah. And I have Calvin Heinberg one. I think you got to have Calvin in the one spot. Calvin's the one spot because he won. Yeah. And, well, he, well, and he could win any week. Yeah, and we'll adjust it as yeah. needed. I, I think it's a good start. I do think Paul will if I had put money down right now, I would say that on this list Paul's the most likely to win Waco. Yeah, I don't but know. But Waco's a coin flip. It's a coin flip, yeah. I, I would say biggest snubs on this list that people will get mad at us Corey for. Ellis. Corey Ellis. but not, I don't know if people get mad about that because no. he had a poor finish the last year and then you know he came in eighth at Vegas, I believe. But And he he'll, he's close to that 10 spot. I think some people might disagree with Chris Dickerson being in the top 10. <laughs> Probably. But I 
I think it's hard to and say we, like he, we won't he hesitate to bump him out though. No, we won't. We won't hang on to that. Don't it's worry. more so like I got to throw him in there because like we don't know anything yet. Yep. Similar yeah. to Rick, like Rick's got to be up top because we don't know yet. Yeah, we have. Yeah, and, um, and Chris will be at Waco. So. It's like when we had Eagle as the ghost one spot because we didn't know anything. Yeah, we don't. Need and then he showed up. We're like, okay, yeah, get down. We don't need a ghost spot right now. We don't need a ghost spot right now. We might if Ricky stays out long enough. We might have to make one. We might have to make Ricky ghost two. Uh, on FPO, fifth place I got Missy Gannon. Yeah, played well. Uh, fourth place Valerie Mandahano. She wasn't there, but I feel like yeah, she it's she kind deserves of a Chris spot. Dickerson situation. Similar thing with Is Paige. She gonna be at Waco. Should be. Well, it depends on her ankle. Yeah, tough situation. Um, I hope Paige I Pierce. Feels. I have in third. Yeah. Uh, Katrina Allen. I have in second because she did win Vegas. Mm-hmm. She must but win. must win and she won. Biggest thing is she didn't beat Kristen Tatar, who's in first. Mm-hmm. And I don't think, it, I mean, I, I don't see any arguments. We for say that obviously because she wasn't there. We know that. Um, yes. But, but like, she's still the best. Yeah. I, Kristen, Kristen um, has the one spot until someone. I would say it. like on the fringe, Han Hanley uh-huh. could, could end up being in there. But Missy Gannon, we've just, I'd say right now that's a good. Uh, Hannah Blomroos could also. Hannah's on the, on the edge. So Evelyn is not on the edge. Evelyn is gone. Yeah, she is in outer space right now. Yeah, outer space. Uh, Hannah's on the edge. If she has like a good tournament or two, she could easily be. This is a good. There. I think this is a good starting power rankings for the year. You guys, obviously, I know you're already in the comments defending <laughs> your favorite players, and we love that. We want to hear your input. But sometimes we overlook players like and, that, and give That's us funny. the stats. Hit us with the facts. Yeah, come on, Mandos. <laughs> Stat Mando. That's funny. But that's our. That's the power rankings. That's the power We're rankings. Back. We're back. Back, baby, back, baby, back, baby, back, ribs. All right. Yep. Uh, the Waco Annual Charity Open goes down this weekend. Be sure to check out the preview show the day before. When is, what, what day does Waco start this week, actually? Let's look at that. Yeah, I don't, Waco, think, I don't know if Waco's a four-day. Charity. I feel like the Pro Tour is pushing everyone towards They are. Day. There's a lot more this year. This than- is only a three-day, 10th, 11th, 12th. I think it's one course. I think two courses, four-day, one course, three-day. I think you're right. Uh, so they have a new logo. Looks incredible. I, I liked their other logo. I though. like this logo. Yeah, but their old one was like one of my favorite logos. Uh, Trevor got this, very offended by this. This is a solid nothing, logo. There's nothing wrong with it. I like the old one better. Okay. It, March 9th. That's all I'm saying. March 9th, the preview show will go live. So be sure to check that out. Get everything, all the information that you need to go into the Waco Annual Charity Open. Ready to watch. Their new logo is more synonymous with the Prodigy brand, who is the presenting sponsor. I'll give them that. It looks like it looks Prodigy. They took their font and ran with it. So I guess that's good marketing by Prodigy. There they, you have they, it. They could use some. Come mm. on, man. Come on. Was that necessary? Their box thing was cool. Their box was very cool. I should have wore the Prodigy sweatshirt. It's my bad. All right. We'll talk to you all again next week when we wrap up whatever happens at Waco and update our power rankings. Watch the preview show. Watch the preview show. You're going to want to watch the preview show. You're going to want to watch it. Weather, epic. (laughs) Yeah, honestly. (laughs) 